Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, May 20th. It is, uh, it's just me today. It's Bailey, your host. Adam is out of town this weekend, and so I'll be covering for both of us. And so this will be a short episode, but hopefully we have some good news that will keep you guys interested. Uh, we'll just kick it right off. Uh, Warner Brothers Uh, or not Warner Brothers anymore, it's Discovery Warner. The CEO has been meeting with J.K. Rowling to discuss potential creative avenues for the Harry Potter franchise. The reason this excites me is because I I love this world. I love the Wizarding World. Um, It's no lie, and I've enjoyed the Fantastic Beast movies as well as the Harry Potter movies. Um, I'm kind of excited to see where they go with this because I feel like this is one of Warner Brothers untapped potentials that they have. I feel like Disney is the perfect example of them trying to tap into their potential IP with Marvel Studios and Star Wars and Warner Brothers has kind of left Harry Potter to the wayside and I'm excited to see what they bring to this. I I hope that they they do this franchise justice and by bringing J.K. Rowling and the one who started it all I feel like they can do some justice um hopefully she's not just trying to appeal to to her own interests as far as this franchise goes and tries to make statements with it but we'll see J.K. Rowling is an interesting personality and so uh we'll we'll see where she goes other news regarding Warner Brothers, they are, this is also part of a, an article that was released the other day, Warner Brothers is hoping to release at least 25 films a year, uh, which is pretty massive, that, that gives us around two movies per month, which um, hopefully with the return to theaters, we are actually going to be getting more of these. I know that with COVID, everything's been pushed back, and we're going to continue to see that for the next couple of years. But I am excited to see what Warner Brothers brings with this. Another Warner Brothers piece of information that came out um, just yesterday was that Ocean's Eleven is going to be remade and Margot Robbie is going to be starring in it. Um, they've already tried the the female spin on the Ocean's movies with the Ocean's 8 having it be a spinoff I don't know if I I imagine this will be a complete reboot and not even related to the the four movies we got from George Clooney and Sandra Bullock so I don't know what to expect from this I'm intrigued but I I'll have to wait and see until something comes out and they're they're hoping to start filming this at the end or by 2023 so they're really kicking this one into high gear, and they see this as a lot of potential. 
So hopefully they they know what they're doing. All right, staying in Warner Brothers with DC, Aquaman 2. I don't want to talk about this because I really don't care. I'm not the biggest fan of Aquaman. I thought it was a, just a CGI fest, and I know a lot of people really enjoyed it. I felt like it was just kind of like, I, I feel like it's comparative to like WWE um, wrestling where people just kind of get crazed over these these fights that are not really important and I, I feel like Aquaman was kind of like that awkward stepchild of the DC universe. I'm not the biggest fan of this movie, and I, I, I like Jason Momoa. I really like him and his personality. I, I, hope, I think he does bring good character and quality to the Aquaman character, something that we've been missing for a while since we really haven't gotten any adaptation besides the small cameos on some TV shows like Smallville. Um, but I, I'm excited to see Aquaman 2. The big piece of news, though, and this is actually exciting for me because I'm not a big fan of this actress, and her she's been in the spotlight for the last couple weeks, for about a month now, or the last couple years, really. Amber Heard um, revealed in court this last week that her time on the Aquaman sequel was cut or limited to at most 10 minutes, and she's not even sure if that will end up in the movie. This excites me because I think she's a horrible actress, and I I hope that they bring something new to the franchise of Aquaman, and I, I, I'm... I'm curious to see what they do with this next one because I feel like they have a lot of potential. But the the first movie was kind of let down for me. I didn't even see it in theaters because I thought it looked horrible. I know a lot of people really enjoy these movies though. So um, for, for those that are happy that Amber Heard is not in the sequel, I'm happy for you. Amazon, on the other hand... Uh, came out and with a sizzle reel with um with the finishing of the wheel of time season two this show has been filming for actually quite a while season two had gone into production before season one had even released last year and so it's been around six months that they've been shooting this um longer than that probably close to eight or nine months i believe and so it's pretty exciting i enjoyed the show um, it's a just a fun fantasy show. It wasn't the best show that I've ever seen, but I really hope that it gets some budget. I, I hope the budget gets pumped in this next season because um, I feel like there was some the the first season lacked something. I don't it the CGI was just a little wonky to me and I, I hope that this next season is really fun. It was forgiving for its, for its first season. I hope that they make it better in the next one. In other news, Netflix released the trailer for The Umbrella Academy Season 3. I like this show. I'm, I've am i been saying that since we started talking about it last month. I'm really excited to see what they do with Season 3. 
season two wasn't my favorite, but it ended on such a massive cliffhanger that I'm really curious to see how this new season is going to go because it switches up the dynamic of all of the characters. Um, I like the cast. I think that the trailer was funny. It provided exactly what we needed, just the tease of what's to come. And that will be coming out next month. And it's it's going to be good. I really hope it's going to be good. Um, the, an, in other news for Netflix, Stranger Things Season 4, um, they just announced that the finale is going to be over two hours long. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I feel like every episode is going to be at least movie length, which is going to be really hard to sit through over a weekend. I feel like it's it's smart that Netflix is releasing this in two batches, in two parts, but I also feel like this should have been a show that where they test the grounds of weekly releases, I like Disney Plus or peacock which i don't know why i said peacock of all the streaming services maybe paramount plus or apple tv and the reason i say that is because i feel like netflix needs to start taking risks and they they are especially with knives out to getting an exclusive theatrical release window and then um and uh, them cutting down on their their budget for their shows as well um, and so hopefully, hopefully Netflix is taking their, their stake in this, um, in this realm seriously. So hopefully we'll get some good Netflix stuff soon. Um, the piece of news that excites me the most that came out on Thursday evening or afternoon is that Variety is reporting that Daredevil is moving forward at Disney Plus as a continuation of the Netflix series. Matt Corman and Chris Ord will be developing the show, and it will be exclusive to Disney+. Plus. This, this made me so happy. I actually didn't know this was happening, and my wife actually told me, and so I was very, very, very happy to finally hear that Daredevil is returning, and it will have Charlie Cox and probably Vincent D'Onofrio, and... I'm I'm just really excited to see what they bring to this series as a continuation. I they set up the third season had a finale that was perfect setup for his villain Bullseye. It was the best season I believe as far as story goes. Um, it it was really really good and a great third act for what Netflix had done and it ended on such a big cliffhanger and. I, I hope that Disney can actually bring this show justice and deliver something that's worthwhile for the audience. I, on the other hand, I worry because of the quality of Disney Marvel shows and how they've kind of, in my opinion, how they've declined. They're, they're enjoyable, and I'm going to watch every single one of them no matter what. I, I look at them like the comics and how they have these separate issues that eventually cross over. This is Marvel with the movies was introducing the concept of comics to the general audience in the form of movies. But with the addition of Disney Plus, 
it's making it even more like the comics with more releases and more crossovers. And so I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it, but I also worry that the lack of quality may taint this show for me. But we'll just have to wait and see. In other news, this is more of a controversial, uh, a controversial acquiring that happened this week. Marvel slash Disney um, has now acquired the licensing agreement from POW um, to, to utilize Stanley's voice, likeness, and old footage. My initial thoughts were, huh, this is strange. I wonder why they're doing this. I feel like it's kind of disrespectful to Stanley since he's gone now, but I also want to give Disney the benefit of the doubt. We don't know how they're going to use, utilize all of this information. They could just be utilizing old, um, old voice, um, voice recordings that he's done to introduce Marvel's Avengers theme or land in, in Disneyland, California. Or they could be utilizing old footage from the Marvel movies that were cut to have him still have cameos in the Marvel Universe. Which, if that's the case, I wouldn't mind. But if they're going to be using, if they're going to be using CGI characters, like what they did with Leia in um, Rogue One, I I feel like it's going to be kind of weird. I'm not really sure how I feel about this at this point. But I want to give Disney the benefit of the doubt and just wait and see what they bring to this. The last piece of news that we have is that Matt Shackman, who was the showrunner for WandaVision, or the director for WandaVision, is going to executive produce and direct Legendary's Monsterverse Apple TV Plus show. And this comes to us from Variety. I'm really excited for this show. Matt Shackman is a great director. I love, love, love what he did with WandaVision. It's my top three shows from Marvel. And I, there's a, it's hard for me because WandaVision and Loki are so high up there. As far as the MCU goes, Loki is my favorite Disney Plus show. But WandaVision touched me the most. And um, it really, it just hit me differently. Than Loki and I, I really enjoyed that show, and I'm, I think that Matt Shackman can bring something interesting to the MonsterVerse, and I'm hopeful that he does bring something new. That wraps up all of our news for this week. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry that Adam wasn't here to give his thoughts. Maybe we'll talk about some more of this next week, but. Uh, as for those that are listening, I'm going to be watching uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. It's gotten some pretty positive reviews, also some pretty negative reviews. So I'm hopeful that it's good. It kind of reminds me of Who Framed Roger Rabbit as far as the trailers have presented it. I hope it's good. It looks really funny to me, and I'm excited to see what they bring. It, it seems very meta uh, or self-aware, and so I'm, I'm excited. Then next week, we got some big releases with Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we also have Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering, as well as 
Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1. And I also forgot, I don't know how I forgot this, Adam's going to be disappointed that I forgot this, but Downton Abbey comes out this week. And so I'm hopeful that I'll be able to see that this weekend. I won't give a full review of the show, um, but I'm I'm excited to see it. It's just a heartfelt, good show. And so I'm hopeful that it's a fun, a fun watch. And maybe I'll be able to catch it with my wife this weekend, but we'll see. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Um, as always, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is abcinema.pod. Our Twitter is at abcinemapodcast. We're on Letterboxd under abcinemapodcast. Our Facebook is abcinema. And you can also email us with any questions, concerns, or thoughts at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Like I said, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And as always, keep watching movies.